Michel Sherman is, Domus says he's not saying any chedushim, he's not saying anything which is not well known. Then uh, he goes on to write the Sefer, which I still haven't figured out what he's saying yet. But apparently it's well known. But um, so the warning label on the Shmuz is I'm not saying any chedushim today. Not that I ever say chedushim, but just. I want to talk about davening. Uh, but I want to talk about davening in the context of the Void of Elul specifically. And so we've been speaking about a little bit. If you really think about Elul, there's two tracks that we're, we're working on in Elul. There's the, the track, which is the process of tshuva. We spoke about the, the idea, different ideas about tshuva. That was the last two times. Um, there's also the preparation for Kabbalah which is connected with Rosh Hashanah. Uh, so we haven't spoken about that yet. And the Rosh Hashanah is right around the corner. Let's, 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 let's talk about it a little bit. Um, you look at tefillah, Look at the process of tefillah. Tefillah, tefillah really is, in some ways, is our hakana how we're going to prepare ourselves for kabbalah zomach hashemayim. At least one of the areas where a person can prepare themselves for kabbalah zomach hashemayim. So, tefillah is an act of kabbalah zomach hashemayim. So we know that that shema is an act of kabbalah zomach hashemayim. That's clear. That's that's the halacha. The person has to be makabel zomach hashemayim when he says shema. Um, but the more says interesting lashon. The more says that a person more brachas. Second paragraph, where it says that a person wants to be in the Kabbalah, Omach Hushimayim Shlema. She get up, she washes hands, she put on tefillin, say Kriyashma and Davin, Shemun Esrei. And that's Omach Hushimayim Shlema. So, what, what does that add? What do these other parts add to Kabbalah's Omach Hushimayim more than just saying Kriyashma? Well, there's uh, apparently the more saying we know that Kriyashma is Kabbalah's Omach Hashemayim. If you want to get Omach Hashemayim Shleima, you need to add in other elements as well. So uh, let's walk, talk them through. So first step is washing one's hands. So what, why is washing one's hands? I would suggest maybe Pshat and Gemara, at least according to the Rashba, the Rashba was asked the question. It was a Rashba. The Rashba asked the question: Does a person need to use a clee when he washes his hands in the morning? So we know you need to use a clee to wash your hands in the morning to remove the ruach, the ruach of tumah. Uh, but let's say a person did that, he got up early, he learned, etc. Does he need to use the kli besides that as preparation for tefillah? So the rush actually holds, no, you're not, you do not need to use a kli for, for, you have to wash your hands. There's no need to use a kli for, to prepare myself one for tefillah. And uh, the, but the Rashi says, no, you need to use a kli. Because there's diamonds to the, the kohen as he goes into the base of Mikdush. And he washes himself from the, his hands from the kir. There's a requirements of a kli over there. It has to be from a kli. It has to be from the kir, or if not from the kir, the kohen gadol and yom kippurim, they they wouldn't use the kir. They would use a, a, a pitcher made out of gold. But it, was, it has the zin of a kli. So it's just like the kohen when he goes into the base of mikdash, is being meyachet himself for the purpose of avoda through the process of doing the 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 the, the Similarly, we wash our hands to be meyachet ourselves for the purpose of being avoda kadosh baruch As we wake up and become a beri chadasha, we sort of commit that beri chadasha to avoda Hashem through the process of washing our hands. That's the Rashba's Lashon, the, the, the Beis Yosef quotes it uh, in Simon Dalit. So the, the Rashba understands that the person that process of washing one's hands in the morning is a way to dedicate oneself to a word Hashem. That's why you wash your, ha- your hands in the morning, according to the Rashba. So Moldad, they should be removing the Tumah. I, I, the, the thoughts that I have when I wash my hands is uh, turning myself to a word Hashem. We say a Lashon of Al-Natilas Yadayim, which is a fascinating thing. We say Al-Natilas Yadayim. 
You're raising your hands. We're raising your hands and washing my hands. Usually, I, 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 I've not mastered the ability to wash my hands like this. Usually, you wash your hands like this. So there is a law by, by the Tzilas Rambam. The Sunni you're supposed to raise your hands afterwards. It's not brought down. You're supposed to do it by the tila, which is connected to tefillah. I saw a, a suggestion of a pshat. A hands are fascinating. Um, hands, the only part of the body, unless you're a contortionist, who could, you can raise above your head. I mean, I can't, I can't get my feet above my head, especially while I'm standing. I haven't mastered that yet. Um, so what's the, what's the symbolism of that? So the hands represent the else says the hand represents the, the, the person's control of the world. I use my hands to do things, to accomplish things, to build things, to show man shlita over the world. Use your hands. Morel says that's why during, during Shmanesa, it's brought down in Allah, the person really should hold their hands together. Not many people do that, but that's it. There's Allah, you're supposed to hold your hands together, is to show that the getter of tefillah is your cessation of my control of the world. I'm giving it over to Kodesh Baruch. I'm putting my hands together, as it were, to show that I'm giving the, the world back to Kodesh Baruch. That's what Morel says in the Siva Vaidant about tefillah. So he says that, so the hands are something which you can keep them this worldly, keep them down here, or you can choose to raise them above your head. You can choose, as it were, to connect them to your das and to your purpose. You can give them a purpose. That's a choice. That's a bakir. So the Swasem says, last week's parsha talks about the, the difference between Esav, how you die with the Esav. Esav's your dying or your dying which stay in this world. They're also, they're done already. They're completed. There's nothing, they're not adding anything more. They're dealing with the world which exists. It's only there. That's all it is. There's nothing more. You're just, you're, you're, it's, it's Asiya. Asiya is not Yitzir. You're not creating something new. It's taking that which is there and using it. That's Esav. Yudayim and Esav. That's his hands. His hands, his, his hands stay this worldly. In Hashem. you raise your hands high. We use that about What's in you raising your hands high? Moshe Rabbeinu raises his hands. We don't do that type of feel anymore. Uh, some few exceptions. Can't you see a buffer doing it like this? You know. But um, in general, we don't do that. It's brought down in the post. Not, they suggest not to do that. It became a mahalach of the brother that is do. So we shouldn't do it. But we're raising our hands means we're, we're, we're taking this control of the world and we're giving it to Kodesh Borah. So that's the, maybe a suggestion why the Tilsidayim is such a symbolic thing. It's so important, this process, according to the Rashba, according to the Swasemis, according to the morale, you put the three together and you get uh, Mahalak on that. Okay, so that's, you put on tefillin, we know tefillin represent a, 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 a symbol of avav, this is Kodesh Baruch Shema, Shema. What's davening? Why is davening part of Kabbalah Zomach Shema? That's, that's what I want to try and touch on. So, davening is called a vayda. It's a vayda shabalev. Davening has to be said with Lashon Rabbit. So, it's not only a vayda shabalev, but it's, it's a commitment to Klai Yisrael. It's perceiving myself as, as part of Klai Yisrael. The Goyen holds that during Trinesh, you're not allowed to daven a person in Bakasha, Mishra Rosen Passon, like that, because it, this is davening for Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is the Kli, which serves a, brings the Kodesh Baruch's name into this world. And Klai Yisrael, you're part of Klai Yisrael, you need to daven for Klai Yisrael. Let's focus on that thought for just a moment. 
So within the yeshiva, most, we, get, we get along with most people in the yeshiva. You always have that one guy which sort of gets on your nerves. Like he davens too loudly, or he davens too slowly, or he davens too fast, or he chews too loudly by, 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 by the breakfast table, or he talks too loudly, he talks too softly. He, he has something which gets on your nerves. You're davening for him during Shemonesse. Not only you're davening for him during Shemonesse, when you say Moedim, you're thanking Kodesh Baruch that he exists. Thank you, Kodesh Baruch that you gave me this wonderful chavr of mine who gets on my nerves. Right. That's and it's it's an avoidus amidus that I'm so excited that you created this guy who really really gets under my skin. Right. Why? make it like that? I don't know. But we say thank you because he's part of Klal Yisrael. Now, there's a famous Misa, There was a uh, maskil named Peretz Smolenskin, uh, one of the maskilim anti anti terror terrible anti-terror, did terrible things to undermine the Yiddishkeit, the Frumkeit Yiddishkeit in, in Europe. The Altaman Kalim was Yudua that on Shabbos, he, he had a, his, his visage, his countenance, he, had a, he had, a, had a radiance in his face on Shabbos. One Shabbos, he walked into the Mesh and his face was bochadik. It did not look radiant. And the Tamidim were like, like, what's going on? And that, but nobody was comfortable asking the altar the, the why, you know. That, if he wanted to share, he would share. If he didn't want to share, he wasn't going to share. It wasn't your job to ask. That's not how the altar from Kellum works. If you asked, it's a simon you, were, you weren't macabre the muster of Kellum, that you don't, you're not nosing into something else. But they were all, obviously there was something going on. Once Shabbos, he gave a krechs. And he said, this parent Smolenskin had died. And he's imagining the Tsar of the Neshama going to the Kisei Akovan and seeing what it had done and the pain it's receiving. The Neshama is becoming aware of what it, what it had done to itself. And that pain is bothering him so much that he couldn't feel Shabbos. This is a person which we would have written in the newspaper, terrible anti-terror Jew. We could finally get rid of him. We bring out the bands and clap and dance, etc. And the ultimate Kellum was in pain for the neshama of a yid. So you can put up with the guy next to you who, who chews a little bit too loudly. Okay, no, just right. But, but, but why? Because Klai Yisrael is the vehicle of of, of Kiddush Hashem and the Bria. Klai Yisrael is the vehicle of bringing the person's presence into the Bria. No one person can do that. Avraham uh, was echad. The Romanino did that. We're not holding him down. It's not Shaykh. Now it's a, it's a void of a cloud. If you're aware of what it means to bring a person's presence into the Bria, no one person could do it. We all do it together. Uh, when we come to Kodesh Baruch Hu, we say, Russian, listen, you know, so, so Tiel is an avoider. We spoke about this the day before. Tiel is an avoider. So, so uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a king, and I have my servants, so they come in. To, we're ready here to serve you. Yes, okay. We're ready to serve you. says, so, dear master, we're ready here to serve you. Uh, we would like uh, ha- that you take care of our, our health insurance. We would like you to take care of our food. We would like you to take care of, pay for our education. He says, excuse me, uh, what's that? you're my servants. You're coming here to serve me. So he comes to his work and says, we would like Rafua, we would like Parnasa, we would like Das. We're asking from a country of it's a laundry list of what I want. So where's the Kabbalah Zomach in in in, in, in 
when the Amor says that Kabbalah Shomach Hashem Shleima is through Shvan Esrei. That's the wrong way to say it. I'm a pretty smart guy. You know, and I'm, pretty, pretty, I'm pretty well accomplished. I have good ideas of how to do businesses. You know, and I can make a lot of money. And Baruch Hashem, I take care of my health. I even wear a helmet when I'm riding my bike, right? I can take care of myself. No, no, no. Baruch I recognize that I, I can do nothing on my own. Without you, I don't have das. Without, not shayev. Rashid used to say over, um, there was a guy in Europe named Ramotta Pagramansky. Ramotta Pagramansky, the gift said, was one of the two people in the history of Tel Zashiv in Europe who got the, the title Eloi. We have nothing written from him. He couldn't write. Brilliant mind, read, no problem reading. He had a dyslexia of writing, he couldn't write. So there's a saying in Yiddish, like a person like writes something like really, like really fakrumt. It's called, it's writing noyach, noyach with Zimmer Greisen. It's writing the word noyach with seven mistakes. Like that's the Yiddish marshal of, so Ramatul said, Yenna, Yiddish, Yiddishism was said about me. Says, worship gives different types of das. And the Russian didn't give me the das. I have, he has, his mind wasn't able to write. He couldn't, so we have nothing written from him. We have, whatever we have written from him is because the, the people who heard from him wrote down. Russia gives das. He doesn't give das. He doesn't give das. So I stand for the Kurdish I say, Russian, I'm not a brilliant guy. I am nothing. I have no ability to think unless you give it to me. Health? I can't give myself health. You give me health. Parnosa, I don't give myself parnosa. You give me parnosa. I stand there and I recognize I need to ask from the Kodesh all of these things. What I'm saying is that I can't do anything myself. It's everything the Bershom gives. That's Ol Machoshimayim Shleima. The recognition that comes from the Kodesh So we're left with this fascinating idea on, on, on Rosh Hashanah. We're Mekamal Ol Machoshimayim. And we say Simcha, the Bershom is becoming... Is, 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 is uh, we are committing, as it were, to br- increase the Russians' w- uh, presence in the Bria, his, his, the awareness of the Russians' presence, etc. We're happy to do that. And let me say, Avinu Malkainu. It just doesn't fit. Sefer Chaim and Bracha, you know, and by the, by the Svar, they throw in a few more things also, Parnosa Teva, and Al Gatazach, right? Uh, this is Rashana. That's what's making Malkoshes. So Shir of Chaim said that for us, the Bakoshes are our vehicle into Malkus. That's the way we can tap into Malkus. The fact he decided that he can run the world. He's the boss. He's the, the Koyakov. He's the one who controls. He believed that he could control the world through his actions. And Rosh Hashanah, we give that back to Kodesh Baruch. We say, Rosh Hashanah, no, no, that's yours. It's not mine, it's yours. The preparation for that is Shmon beforehand. On Rosh Hashanah itself, we do it primarily through saying the Bershom is the Melech. 
But every time we say Bakosha, it's not a theory to the concept of Rosh Hashanah. No, I don't know, but that's for us. The Musa of Rosh is a melech, and we're committing to serve Kodesh Baruch Hu. If we want to be honest, that's beyond the 99.9% of us, most of the time. You know. I live with the feeling of Kiddush Hashem, and, and I'm here as a shleich of Kodesh Baruch Hu, and my whole purpose is to, to make a Kiddush Hashem. I never do anything which is not, is, I never do something which would undermine the Baruch Hu in any way, shape, or form. Between the Yidden, between the Goyim, I'll say, honestly, like really? So what's our vehicle? Our vehicle is the Bakoshas. So he used to tell Tadim, he says, you want, you want to make Bakoshas, make Bakoshas. I don't know. But, but make the Bakoshas from the vantage point of understanding that you need the Kodesh Baruch to give it to you. You want Chayim? The most basic thing, Chayim. We, 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 how do you hold Chayim into a human being? It's the most precious thing that we have, obviously. You can't hold on to it. Russia puts it in, he takes it out. So the purpose of the Sanatoika, of the Mi Yichim Yomus, it's not to scare you. It's to help us recognize the Kosmos Boraku. And the next step is the Karsatoiv. Look what I have. The Russian gave me Kayan. So I thank a Kodesh Boraku for that. The process of Hidoya, the process of being Maida, Hooker talks about is is it's a morale, but he says that he says this idea that it's not it's it's thanks, but it's admission. I'm recognizing it's you that gave it to me. And therefore, I want, I really, really feel like Karsat Because you gave me, you gave me eyesight. And it's a hard thing. We don't do it well. Uh, I think I mentioned to you that uh, I had cataract surgeries in both my eyes X amount of years ago. I don't know how many years ago at this point in time, 26 years ago. Um, and I'd forgotten what normal vision looked like because it happens slowly over a period of time and you get used to it. That's what, you know, that's what it is. It's very difficult to see, etc. And I had my surgery and after the surgery they put, put a patch on and then they take the patch off. They do one at a time. So I remember doing my first eye, they take the patch off and I could see again. I could see white again. The, the, the lens wasn't cl was cloudy. Everything looked yellowish and grayish. I saw white, pure white. I'd forgotten what the color white looked like. And I was captivated by it. I was, this was, was crazy, like strange Ryan Gold stories. So it was, I was still in Tel Shiva at the time. I was a Rebbe in the Shiva. I told the Bacham after the surgery that I couldn't, really see, I couldn't see what was going on in the back of the chair. I only told them after I had the surgery. So they shouldn't know that beforehand. So I went into the bathroom there, and the, the tiles on the, on the wall are white. And I couldn't take my eyes off of the beautiful color. I was just standing, as a four chakras, I'm just standing there staring at the walls. And there's Bokhim walking by, and everyone's looking like, like what, you know, trying to figure out what I'm staring at, you know, like, you know, is there a bug on the wall? Like, what are, you know, like, you know, the social, social, they do these social experiments, you know, stand there like, like this, and see how many people start looking upwards, you know. So, that's what happened. I, I couldn't take my eyes off the beauty of the color white. It was gorgeous. And I said, the bracha pekeh, even that morning, was such kavana. And I told myself, from now on, for the rest of my life, I'm going to say it with a zamen, kavana. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, did I say it this morning? I can't remember if I said it. You were so big if you said it. Do you appreciate eyesight? My old glasses, I don't, I don't, 
uh, those of you who wear glasses understand, I ha it was 14.25 diopters of one, one lens, the other lens was 11.75. They looked like Coke bottles, the bottom of Coke bottles. And, and then I, also I could see, like, wow, thank you. There's people who can't see, and I could see. That's a matana from Kodosporfa every single morning. The year that I was in a Valus with my father, Olav Shalom, 1986, 1987. <clears throat> so, it's Aidan for the Omud and Tel So, Tel has a slow davening compar comparatively to here. So, on a Tuesday morning, Bracha uh, started at 7.30. Uh, they didn't say... They said, they went straight to Mizmashir. There was, a, was one Kaddish, there wasn't two Kaddish, there was one Kaddish, and then uh, Yishtabach was at 7.50. Yeah, Shreshma took 10 minutes, still Shon Esrei, Chazar Shashat. Shach was over about 8.25 on a Tuesday morning. 55 minutes Shachris. It was too fast for me. And it was a very big avoider for me to try to keep up the pace. And of course, there was people, you know, you know, you know how it works. I mean, you, know, I mean, you don't know how it works. You shouldn't know how it works. But, you know, so you walk into the courtroom and you hear a guy saying loud enough that you could hear, but pretending he's not saying it. Oh, wow, Rango Dobbin's so slow, you know. He wasn't talking to me. He was talking to somebody else, but loud enough that I could hear, but pretending like I'm not supposed to hear, you know, what type of thing. You know, you know how it goes. It, it was a very uncomfortable year. It's you do for, you know, it's, it's, so the summertime, when I and I went for a vacation, we went to, uh, to New Square for two weeks. That was the, our, our summer vacation. I recommend it to every, highly to every, any person who ever has opportunity. It's an extraordinary vacation. But I couldn't daven for the Almond there. I couldn't daven for the Almond there. You know, I couldn't even daven there for Kalal. It's, it's, like, it's like they speak a foreign language or something. Right? And one time I, that one time I, I daven there, uh, and like they, they were covering me with... with, with uh, with Galila, any keyboard you have to wear in a gartel. So as I'm going to do Galila, I, I realize I don't wear gartel. There's a guy putting a gartel around me. You're reaching around me. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, and I realize like, he, I'm doing this every day. He's doing this to me. It's like, very, it's like really weird. Anyway, um, so I, I couldn't have for the Almond there. It wasn't, it wasn't having me in this. I, I, I went to Muncie. Muncie's, you know, is a 15, 20 minute drive away. I went to Mishraga. So the Mashkiach Beshwag at the time was the Morshka Shwab, the Zikhla Rocha, the Tzadik of Monsi. And I asked him to come down for the Elm. He says, Yes, but only the Tanai Yudam and slow. Those are the two best weeks I had the whole year I was down for the Elm. So I, I poured my heart to him one time. I was just talking to him after davening, when there's like only 10 people left because everybody else left already. And I, I, you know, I, he told me, Say Brochas at home. Say Brochas at home. Slowly think about them. Get into the zone, as it were. Like, Feel that accursed time to Kodesh Baruch Feel that chesed of Kodesh Baruch Connect. Feel the warmth of Kodesh Baruch that He takes care of you so beautifully. Think about your eyesight. Think about the ability to walk. Think about those things. And, just, and, then, and then from that vantage point, say, Mershom, thank you so much. And then once you're in that, mo that, that mode, that zone, you can, go, you can go more quickly. The rest of davening, it's shy to do that. That's what he told me. You don't have to daven slow. You don't have to daven fast. You have to daven with your heart. 
If a person tells me that they get down with their heart better fast, I have no problem with that. The person tells me they heart better with their, with their heart slow, I don't have a problem with that either. There's people down slow and we're not connected to the tefillah either. There's people down fast who are not connected to the tefillah. But tefillah is the one opportunity we have during the day. It's not just a mitzvah. Chazanish writes, the letter from the Chazanish, he writes, it says that tefillah, even though it's one of the target mitzvahs, according to the Rambam, Tefillah is, is the, the, the statement of the human being, his amuna be talking to Baruch and that's the sort of called Tarakula. So Chazar Masakin, three times a day, we, we, we push it at least three times a day, we, we tap into our amuna be talking to Baruch Hu. We, we realize we live in his world, and we need to get things from him, and we feel a curse of that he, that, that, to, to him for that. And we feel a, a, a feeling of Abba to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kalos is immediately expressed in, not in Yira, in Vahavta, as Hashem Rosh Hashanah is a day of Simcha because Rosh Hashanah is the day we feel how, how much HaKadosh Baruch is giving us, how much He's taking care of us, how much we owe to Him, and how nice that is that we have somebody taking care of us and giving that to us. So Rosh Hashanah is a day of, 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 of Ava. Ava and Yira go together. Right. A person was once a second in my life to meet Ramosha. I've been out many times, but Ramosha I met one time. So, you're, I mean, it was a mistake. I went there for davening. It was a mistake. I should have davened before him because I couldn't take my eyes off Ramosha. I'm sure I said the words, but like, like this the whole time, just watch, watching Ramosha. Like you're, you're standing in front of Ramosha. It was just like, it was like, wow. And after that, I mean, you know, we, we spoke a little bit, he asked where we came, you know, and, and, and he had such a smile. We had, oh, you're standing in front of Ramosha, but the, the warmth of Ramosha's presence. We walked him out, and he got in the car, driving away, and he waved to us like this. <laughs> so he looked down, he's not waving to us, it was like five bucks, he went and went to the for a And he, he points again like this. Yeah, it's such a Z-skite. The, the Ava and the year at the same time, we were in awe of Ramosha. Ramosha, uh, I can't describe to you, like you know, like the the the, the, the my my mashu mashu You look at Ramosha, you got out of your mind of what the man knew, his tfisa and culture cooler, and we're talking to him. But it's not only year. There's also ava. So Rosh Hashanah is a day of ava. It's a day of simcha. It's a day of we live in a world where Kodesh Baruch is taking care of us. And we're making for that through a davening. But davening, just, you know, it's a sad thing. Everybody learns to daven when they're little kids. Except for belly chupa. And you, you learn to say words which have no meaning to you. You know what the words mean. They have, not that I don't know what the words mean. They're, you're not expressing feelings in your davening because the words don't mean anything to you. The purpose of, of, of davening is to express your feelings to Kaddish Baruch Hu. You're praising him. You're thanking him. You're being aware of him. You're, you're beseeching him. You're talking to somebody. That's davening. It's not fast or slow, but it's a conversation. I once had this, all right, I had to daven slow. Also, I, I, I started learning davening as a little bit more of a vulgar as other people because of the Baal Shuvah. 
And so I had that advantage. I started davening. At the same time, where my mind was already thinking about things. So I don't know what the words meant, but I thought that the idea of davening is you're talking to somebody. You're thanking him. You're thinking about life. You know, there's so much. It was, it was an expression of, of emotions, expressions of feelings. It's an expression. But I, I once had, the first year I was here, besides saying Sher Beis Medrash, I also taught an eighth grade class. So one of the boys asked me, you know, if you're talking to somebody, so you don't want the person to say, good morning. How are you? You say, good morning, how are you? It's a very good horror. It's an eighth grade boy. So the idea that Dami has to be slow and it has to be with all this like jumping up and down and you know like you know and shaking, it's not normal. Diving is talking to somebody. If you actually are tapping into talking to somebody, it's it's actually natural. There's all rights in one place. It says diving shouldn't be hard. If we would actually dive, it shouldn't be hard. Now, but it's Revolvo talking because Revolvo also said he never he doesn't understand the question what he means that we say the same words all the time, because each davening is different, because you're different, because you grew since last your last fila. So it's a different person talking. Well, okay, that person was like that. Says davening is easy, you know, shkayach, you know. Yeah, davening is easy because, yeah, because you have a greater understanding of the kodesh from chesed from shachris to mincha. So your mincha is different than your shachris because it's a different feeling. That's what he writes. He said, I don't understand the question. What, how? What do you mean mincha is the same as shachris? That's what he writes. That I was like, really, like, okay, I, I can maybe say from like three years ago till now, like, like, it's not the same, you know. But from, from shachris to mincha, this Revolver writes. But you think about it, he's right. What's so hard about talking to God of There's a creator. He created us. We're getting up in the morning saying, in the morning saying thank you, you created us. Right? Why do we have to shuckle? Why do we have to jump up and down? Why do we have to you know, sing? Sing is beautiful. It expresses something. If the, it's like you come to the king and you would say a poem of praise to the king. I get that. But if you're singing the tune, and the main thing is the mm-hmm. tune, and you don't know what the words mean, you walk into the king sing, saying this song of praise, and you don't know what the words mean, it's funny. Well, I, I feel emotion. I feel connected to Kaddish Baruch through that. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Kabach was the vehicle for that. I don't know. Rosh Hashanah shouldn't be this, this, this scary thing. It's the most natural thing in the world. Russian, this is the day the Russian created us. And on that day, he, he decides, that he, he wants us to continue. He wants us to have life. He gives us life. And we thank him for that. And we use the Bakasha to remind ourselves that that's where it came from. And then we say, thank you. And, Russia, and therefore, I understand that you gave it to me for a purpose. And I would love to give back to you in some way. I would love some way to use this life as part of this relationship that I have with you. That's it. So davening is, is the vehicle to do that. I, 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 I can tell you, I beseech you, don't daven without hachana. Don't daven without giving yourself a few minutes beforehand to stop and to think what you're doing, why you're doing it. Feel about the, the course of time to Think about what you have in your life. Your, your, your parents, your siblings, your health, clothing, 
whatever you want to think about. Right? We, we, we send the Kodesh for shoes. Right? Like, we're, we're that specific. One shot we say thank you for a belt. Like, I use suspenders instead, but most people use a belt. It's very, it's very frustrating. You keep pick, plug your pants the whole day. Like, you know? Thank you for a belt. Thank you for a head covering, for a hat. It's warmer in the winter. That, we, we, we focus on mamash, small things. And we say thank you to Kodesh Baruch We recognize that the Bershom is the source of bracha to the world because he created a vehicle to give me something to warm my head. Like, it's not like this, wow, God created the world and all of the universes, etc. He gave me a hat. It's, that's enough to, for, that was enough for Chazal to feel triggered to uh, emotions to say thank you to Kodesh Baruch It's an extraordinary thing. But they live with the Kodesh Baruch giving it to them. It changed the scenario. If I went to Moshe Feinstein and he gave me a hat, because he said, oh, you look cold, he gave me a hat, I would say, wow, thank you so much. I, like, this exalted human being is giving me something because he cares about me. I would feel a phenomenal amount of my cards. And I would, the, the up, wow, Ramosha gave me a hat. And, you know, we'd, we'd put a big sign in it, Ramosha gave me this hat, you know. I, you know I, uh, so I could walk around with the bald guy, but I got a hat for Ramosha. Like, you know, I mean, like, you know. That's, that's what we're saying to Kodesh Baruch Like, for a hat? For shoes? When was the last time you thought about your shoes? Except for when you're buying shoes and you think, they make, you know, now they're like, some of them have to figure out, do they, do they match your suit or something? I don't know. That's girls, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you think about shoes? Life without shoes is not kishmak. Try Yom Kippur without shoes. Just stand in your socks with a Yom Kippur. And your back starts, I mean, like, so my, my age, your back starts to hurt. And it's cold especially if it's later in, the, later in the year. And, you know, if it's a little bit wet outside, it's wet. Like, that's enough for, that was enough for Chazal to be triggered to say, oh my gosh, Shosali called Sarki, I even have shoes. We just need to touch into those type of thought processes. You don't need this, like, phenomenal, deep understanding of the universe. The Russian created the universe and it's gigantic and we figure out how many you know, light years it is, the billions of light years it is, you know. That's how Chazal saw the world. And that's what they wanted us to do in tefillah. And that's Kabbalah Tamach That's living in a world where Kodesh Baruch Hu is right there. You could tap into him. You could talk to him. And you could say thank you in a conversational tone and mean it. That's part of our Achana, Rosh Hashanah.